Hey everybody, this is John Niehaus for the National Association of Flight Instructors, and I'd like to welcome you back to Navi's More Right Rudder podcast, the uh, podcast that uh, shares our Navi content for the instructor on the go. And today's episode is brought to you by our featured discount, which is to ForeFlight. Navi members receive a 33% discount on new ForeFlight subscriptions, renewals, and subscription upgrades. And this also includes plugins, so it's really kind of cool. If you uh, use the pro account, your uh, discount will basically pay for your Navi membership. So you can almost get uh, both of those things for the price of one. Um, so that's really kind of neat. And uh, if you want more information on that and other discounts or programs that NAFI has, you can go to our website at www.nafinet.org. Now, the episode we're featuring today is our very first 10-question challenge. Now, this was done back in June of 2020, and you'll be able to basically see that uh, it was the first one. And, uh, I think we were both a little bit nervous. Um, but it featured Captain Brian Schiff, and uh, Brian is a NAFI board member. He's a 121 captain, and he does uh, so much for the general aviation and flight instructor community. So it's really kind of cool to uh, to see him and uh, have his answers uh, recorded for this program. Um, if you're interested and you like what he has to say, he's done a ton of stuff for both NAFI and and. Uh, the community in general. So you can find things like uh, articles he's written for us in Mentor Magazine or on the Notums blog. He uh, he did a featured course for the NAFI Professional Development Program, which uh, basically covers topics that uh, instructors don't normally learn from, um, things that you didn't know that you needed to know uh, when you took your check ride. And so he did SOPs for general aviation pilots and um, He's also been featured on Mentor Live and a couple of briefing room episodes. So he's done a ton of stuff. And he even has his own website at uh, captainshift.com. So enjoy that. And uh, we'll get to the first episode. Here we go. Welcome, Brian Schiff, to our first edition of NAFI's 10-Question Challenge. Thank you. Great to be here. So I do have these questions all prepared. Um, and uh, just to, to revitalize the format here, it's going to be the same 10 questions for you as we do for everybody else. Um, and the cool thing about this is, is we'll be able to compare your answers um, as direct apples to apples to everybody else that we interview through this series. Sounds like fun. As long as you don't make my answers the key. <laughs> I make no promises. <laughs> right. So uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. So our okay. first question is, how long have you been a certificated flight instructor? Oh my gosh, you're going to make me feel old if I answer this. I, this is math that I try not to do very often, but I got my flight instructor certificate when I was 18 years old. So about 10 years now. Excellent. No, Excellent. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that was uh, more than 10 years ago, 1985 is when I got my CFI. So about 35 years I've been teaching. Wow. Yeah. Was flight instructing part of your original career plan or was it something you never anticipated doing? Well, you know, it's funny. Originally I decided I wanted to be, and this is in junior high around that time frame. I wanted to be a producer and I was going to go to the George Lucas School of Cinematography. 
And I, I took a lot of pictures and I made slideshows, set them to music. And I love the fact that I could change people's emotions with the right song and the right picture. Uh, and then I took a flying lesson. And once I took a flying lesson, I totally changed gears. I wanted to be a professional pilot. And uh, then that, from that point on, it became a part of my, my plan. Cool. Reflecting on your instructor skills, when you uh, had your first student, how well do you think you did? <laughs> if you asked me back then, I'd say, oh, I was the best. Uh, you know, I wish I was half the instructor now as I thought I was back then because uh, I was very confident. I thought I knew everything there was to know, and I've since learned so much. Uh, so if I looked back at my 18-year-old self as an instructor, I'd probably see, oh, wow, that was horrible. Back then, I thought I was great. Um, but since then, I've learned uh, an immense amount. So uh, I would say that builds on, but I feel like I'm only about half as good as I could be. Back then, I thought I was the best, and I'm probably a fraction of what I was now, what I am now. I feel the same way about myself. Yeah. Most of us have an instructor mentor who helped us through the, uh, the process of learning the ropes. Who was yours and what was the most meaningful thing they said to you? <laughs> um, my mentors are my students for the most part. They've probably taught me a lot, but I would say, no, my dad was my flight instructor. He taught me uh, to fly and he taught me to do as he says and not as he does. <laughs> <laughs> Typical dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, but he taught me to use the rudder and he taught me a very high regard for safety. I would say that was, those are the two things that, that he taught me and continues to, to keep me in my wheelhouse with that. Halfway through, what is the most valuable non-aviation skill you've learned while being a flight instructor? The most valuable non-aviation skill, probably how to research something I don't know. I have some students that ask me questions that I can't answer until I go digging deep and, and doing some research and learning uh, on a microscopic level about a topic and, and I learn about it so that I can teach it. So I would say that how to research the answer to something I don't know is a skill that I've learned. Okay. What do you enjoy most about flight instructing? Um, Boy, there's so much to that. Probably the smiles on the face of people whose lives I change. When I watch someone take off or land for the first time and I look over at them, I, I always look at the student, I look at their face. I also look at how they're gripping the wheel. If you can see the whites on their knuckles, I need them to relax. But I think making people smile and making them better people is a result of aviation. What would you say your most interesting, scary, or funny story with a student would be? <laughs> could write a book yeah <laughs> uh, I think the most scary and interesting and we laugh after the fact is a night cross-country flight I had with a student into Chico Ranchero Airport and there are two airports in in Chico we were going to uh, do, we were doing a night cross-country flight and we decided to go into Chico Ranchero which is a smaller airport but closer to the college where we knew some friends and would visit as we were on final approach into this airport at night and we clicked on the landing, uh, the approach lights, runway lights, that is. As we're on final approach, we could see the threshold lights, the green threshold lights that would indicate the beginning of the runway began to flicker. Ooh. And I thought, that's interesting. I've never seen flickering green threshold lights. And then as I, we got a little closer, I determined that they're flickering not as a result of the bulb flickering, but because something between us and those lights <laughs> as it turned out, were very tall trees. 
Oh. Uh, the hair on the back of our neck stood up. We got a little bit frightened and said, yeah, I don't think we should do this. We can't see what's doing that to those lights. And we executed a go around and diverted over to Chico Airport, which was the right move. When we looked at that airport in daylight and on the map, we didn't have the luxury of two things back then. One, Google Earth to take a look at what the landscape and scenery is around there, which I highly recommend people do now. And second, cell phones. So the people who were meeting us at Chico Ranchero Airport had no idea we had diverted to Chico. And it took a long time to reconcile that. Ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a bit of a nail biter. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> so what aspect of flight instructing best prepared you for what you do now professionally? I think being prepared, what I learned from being a flight instructor is being prepared to always take manual control of the airplane. Uh, what I do now, if, if it be the autopilot or another pilot or something I see that the other pilot doesn't see, but being ready to take over the airplane, that's something I learned as a flight instructor uh, to be confident enough to not ride the controls with students and be but yet be ready to take over the aircraft immediately if needed and, and not to hesitate to do so. How do you utilize your time as a CFI to transition into your, your profession currently? How did you leverage those skills? Well, I would say that when I was flight instructing, I spent a lot of time preparing for each lesson. I took a lot of pride in how I would teach each student. Each student needed a different, uh, either a different style of teaching or a different uh, exercise to get them to get it. So I spent a lot of time preparing for each flight. And I would say that uh, the discipline of pre-flight planning is what I got out of it. And I think though preparing those lesson plans before each lesson learned me to, learned me. <laughs> Didn't get much English out of it, but it prepared me for being a captain at the airlines because captains are mentors to their first officers who are considered captains in training. Uh, so it, it taught me how to, to be prepared and, and prepare for a flight. Yeah. And in my opinion, a lot of times I think captains utilize those, those instructional skills as well, um, just as they help the first officers learn not just the airplane, but procedures and safety and things like that too. Yeah. And there's a fine line to draw there because when I was a first officer, I didn't like receiving flying lessons from the captain. You know, I already know how to fly. You don't need to teach me how to fly. So there's a fine line in how to do that diplomatically. And I would say that you want to suggest something like, you know, I, I'm just saying if it were me, I'd start down, you know, make that crossing. I don't know. <laughs> There's a way to do it without making someone feel horrible or to feel like you're giving them flying lessons. So it's, right. I've learned to become very diplomatic at the way I give advice. Which isn't a, that's a skill in itself too. Yeah, it is. Some people don't have it. So finally, last question here. Um, if you could give a new instructor one piece of advice for success in the profession, what would it be? One piece of advice for success in the profession would be the top priority is safety. Make safety the top priority no matter what in all your decision making uh, and set an example by doing so. If, if you're going to go flying and there's a reason not to fly, something comes up on the pre-flight, the weather or something with the airplane, and you have to stop and ask yourself, should we do that? Don't. Don't fly. Set an example by making very conservative decisions and setting safety is the number one priority. 
Couldn't agree more. I, I think that the the flight instructor as a role model is is such a huge thing, and that's something that goes into all aspects of of aviation, whether you're an instructor, an airline captain, uh, anything that associates with it just makes a lot of sense to me. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. St students have, they emulate their instructors. So however you behave to, in front of your students, that's what they're going to do. So you got to set an example. And we all know the love primacy makes that very first example very hard to break if it ends up being a bad habit too. Right. Well, my instructor buzzed his house on one of our lessons. So <laughs> of course you had to. Yeah. Of course. So you don't do things like that. Safety should be number one priority. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Brian, thanks for being a part of uh, NAFI's 10 question challenge. I really appreciate you taking the time this, uh, this morning. Absolutely. I appreciate you considering me for doing this and, and having me as a guest. And I hope that your, your next guests are able to give you some, uh, I've set the bar low enough that they can, they can uh, give you some really good answers. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, this is uh, the first edition of NAFI's 10 Question Challenge. If you're watching this on social media, please like our social media accounts. Uh, we have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please follow our channel and subscribe. So once again, thank you very much. And uh, if you want to know more about uh, Captain Brian Schiff, make sure you go to his website, www.captainschiff.com. Thank you so much.